Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Eggery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. The Zone at the Little Rock Touchdown Club is brought to you by Arkansas Urology, the state's leader for urological care. With unmatched expertise, state-of-the-art facilities, and the latest technology, Arkansas Urology is well-equipped to provide world-class care for all Arkansans. Clinics now open in Benton, Conway, Little Rock, and North Little Rock. Learn more at ArkansasUrology.com. He never really talks much, never concerned with status, but still even him starstruck. Humble through opportunities, given despite the fact that many misjudge him because he makes a living from writing rats. Put it together himself, but a picture connects. Never asking for someone's help, but to get some respect. He's only focused on what he wrote, his will is beyond reach. And now it all unfolds, the skill of an artist. This is 20% skill, 80% fear, be 100% clear, because why you was ill? Who would have thought he'd be the one that set the West in flames? And I heard him. Little Rock Touchdown Club. That sounds weird. Uh, Justin Acre and Wes Moore. That's why. Okay, no surprise. Uh, we are here, courtesy of Arkansas Urology, and we are looking forward to hanging out with our guest today. Laura Rutledge will join us here today at our broadcast location here at the Doubletree, and, she, and then she'll be speaking to the club, of course, and we appreciate the opportunity, looking forward to it, and we will talk to her about the upcoming season. Obviously, game week is upon us. We've already got a couple of games under our belt, and looking forward to a busy week of games this week. We don't have to wait until Saturday either. We've got some games in the middle of the week, which is great. So, there you go. It's finally here. We've been talking about it all off season, and we are finally into game mode. Did you watch? Did you watch any games this week? I watched. Uh, I watched some of the Notre Dame game. Yeah. Uh, the Wake Forest quarterback transfer clearly has been uh, making a smooth transition. Let's say it that way. Yeah. I, yeah. I watched some of that Notre Dame game um, until it got out of hand and decided to turn it off. But yeah, he's good. He, he missed. A, he missed a couple of throws, but um, very efficient in running that offense. I would say. So I think Notre Dame is legit. Yeah. No, it's not a great test. I don't think from Navy they kind of over. Uh, powered them on yeah. both sides of the line of scrimmage, but um, it was Let's fun. See. It was fun, man, just to get college football and to have it on and and to to be able to watch a couple of games. I was at the Salt Bowl Saturday, just you know, and you were high school football on Friday. You you saw some ga- games, so it, it, man, so good to just just to have football back. Yeah, college wise, I mean, USC kind of the same thing we got last year. I mean, not dominant defensively, but scoring a, dun- a ton of points. They're going to be a good over bet, I would think, through most of the season. And they beat San Jose State fifty six to twenty eight. Which I'm sure they weren't thrilled with defensively. It was 21 to 14 at the half, and then they blew them out in the second half. But I mean, I can't imagine they were thrilled. Uh, Williams threw for four touchdowns, though, 278 yards, and obviously, as he mounts uh, an attempt to go back to back as a Heisman Trophy candidate, we'll see uh, if he can keep up that pace. That certainly won't hurt his cause any. And then yeah, the Notre Dame game was a dominant defensive performance. But to your point, I mean, I don't know how good Navy is, and of course, we're not good San Jose State is yeah. either. Um, i got to give a game ball. I mean, we'll do some game balls and jock straps a little bit later, brought to you by a caddy's touch, but I'll give a, a tip of the cap to Hawaii, and they played well at Vanderbilt, more competitive game than last year when they were home, and, you know, that may say more about Vanderbilt than it does about Hawaii, but I was surprised they were in the game. In fact, their quarterback threw for over 350 yards, so they should have been, I would hope, pretty happy, and obviously the Timmy Chang era is underway, and they should be pretty pleased, I would think, with uh, that effort, even though they did come up short against the Vanderbilt team that was certainly significantly improved last year. Yeah, and I saw the uh, line for Hawaii's next game uh, coming up this weekend tr- changed tr- pretty dramatically. Went down like four points after their performance. Who are they playing? I can't remember who they're home against, but it went from <laughs> like a six-point line to a two-point line hmm. Yeah, after their, their game. And that's you, you have to be careful not to overreact because you just don't know how good the other team is. You, you, you want to say... But Stanford must be terrible because that's who they're playing next. There you go. The line—it's a three-point game. Yeah, it went down four points. Golly. Yeah, 
Um, How the great have fallen. You just don't know. You know, is maybe uh, uh, you you want to over. I do want to overreact and just say, you know, look, same old, same old USC, right? But who knows? Maybe that that uh, San Jose State offense is really good, and they're going to put up numbers against everybody. That's what you just got to be a little cautious about that. I was talking. I did a, a radio show out of Memphis this morning, and uh, the one of the hosts is very familiar with Kerwin Bell. And he said, guys, you're going to be tested. He's going to throw it all over the, the yard. That's his offense. He's, he, he's, he likes to chunk it around. And I was like, well, that's great. That's what Arkansas actually needs, right? We need to see how good this defensive uh, line is. Can they put some pressure on the quarterback? The defensive backs, all these new defensive backs, can uh, they withhold and, and get into coverage? So I think that's, that's great and uh, you know, maybe a bet, the best-case scenario for Arkansas to learn from is going up against an offense that likes to throw it around. Yeah, well, they stink, and they stunk last year, and I can't imagine it'll be much of a test. But you're right, the style's probably good because obviously they need to be tested against a passing game, even if it's one that is second rate. Six and five last year, by the way. Uh, they did score some points in a few games, though. I mean, it's like a significant number of points. So we'll see if they can uh, do any damage to Arkansas's defense. And they finished on a, on a three-game winning streak, so they're, you know maybe bouncing into the uh, the next year with a little bit of confidence. And one of the teams they beat was a top-20 FCS program at Chattanooga. So, uh, by the way, Timmy Chang in his second year as the head coach at Hawaii. And uh, they were 3-10 and 10 last year. So, again, we'll see both those both those uh, stories yet to be written for Hawaii and Vanderbilt and obviously for a lot of other schools, too. Well, they pointed out Kerwin Bell won a national championship at Valdosta State before mm-hmm. coming uh, and going to Western Carolina. So the guy knows how to coach. And... Uh, you know, with another successful year or two, he's going to be a candidate for a, a better job in, in, you know, in, in power, not power five, but in in, in uh, FCS football. So this guy knows what he's doing and has a system in place. Just maybe not yet at Western Carolina. Correct. Won't be this year, I imagine. We'll see. Um, by the way, this is an interesting week with uh, Arkansas teams traveling west to Oklahoma. UAPB is going over to play Tulsa Thursday night. Central Arkansas is playing Oklahoma State Saturday and Oklahoma hosting <laughs> Arkansas State, which, again, you know, talking about a team that is going to get some eyeballs on is Oklahoma, obviously trying to rebound from what was a, I mean, I don't want to call it historically bad year, but it was, for by their standard, yep. about as bad as it's been in the last 20 years. So we'll see if they get back on track, and it starts with an Arkansas State team that clearly is also trying to find its way. So... I don't know if we're going to learn anything about Oklahoma or Arkansas State on Saturday, but uh, I just thought it was interesting that three of the schools were playing over in uh, in Oklahoma on Saturday. Well, they, or this week, I guess. What are the spreads for UCA and A-State? Well, they won't have the uh, UCA spread until later in the week because uh, it's an FCS matchup. Same yeah. for UAPB, um, at least typically. Now, sometimes since it's the first week of games, sometimes you'll get a little bit earlier than usual. I'm guessing that Oklahoma is going to be a big favorite, maybe 25, 30 points, I would think, at least. What do you think? Who keeps it closer, UCA or A-State? I, I honestly think I, – I mean, I'm biased, obviously, but I like – it's a 35-point line, by the way. Um, o, OU's favored by 35? Yeah, that's about what I would have figured. I, I like, honestly, UCA to make it kind of competitive for a while. You, uh, Oklahoma State's replacing nine starters on defense, and they've got a new D.C. They've got a new quarterback because they lost their quarterback because he wanted to go be a backup for Lane Kiffin for some reason. Yeah. So, anyway, I'm I'm uh I'm cautiously optimistic, honestly. I mean, I think they can be competitive. And they didn't, you know, they didn't get completely they didn't it wasn't a competitive score, but they didn't get embarrassed by any means the first time they played over there and that Oklahoma State team was better. So, we'll see. I mean, depends how well the quarterback plays if he if he keeps it together. I mean, I think it could be a pretty decent game for a while. They certainly have plenty of talent around him. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. So games this week, I mean, there are a few high-profile ones, but there's a lot of stinkers. Uh, Utah, obviously, and Florida had a really good finish last year, and Florida able to pull it out. Now they go to Utah and Salt Lake, and we'll see if they can uh, knock off the Utes. Florida certainly, again, there's kind of like an Oklahoma team trying to get back on track after a disappointing year last year. Tennessee's going to open at home with Virginia on Saturday. Uh, Kentucky's hosting Ball State. Mercer, which beats... North Alabama, I think it was over the weekend, um, is playing at Ole Miss to start their campaign. Massachusetts, which has been a historically bad program, is going on the road to, and for some reason this cut my sheet off, which SEC team is Massachusetts playing at? TP, you know who they're playing? I'm sorry, who is that again? Oh, they're playing Auburn. They're playing Auburn. Um, Western Carolina, Arkansas, Southeastern Louisiana, 
and Mississippi State. UT Martins at Georgia. Texas A&M hosting New Mexico. Alabama A&M's at Vanderbilt, so the Commodores trying to get to 2-0. I like the chances. Middle Tennessee at Alabama. North Carolina's on the road at South Carolina. That'll be a good week one matchup. Like that one. North Carolina's 21st in the country. Yeah. And South Carolina certainly has some significant aspirations. Yeah. By the way, North Carolina is a two-and-a-half-point road favorite at the Gamecocks. Wow. That's a good game. Yeah. That surprises me so a little bit. What would you peg the line LSU-Florida State Sunday at? I know where I'll be on Sunday evening. I love that game. It was uh, yeah. a ton of fun to watch last year. And, again, a pivotal game for both as these teams have aspirations of going to the playoff. Where are they playing that game? That is a neutral. neutral yes. It's in Orlando. Year, it's in Orlando. Last year it was in New Orleans. This year in Orlando. So much more Florida State friendly. Yeah. Uh, I'd give LSU a slight favorite. Yep. It's a two-and-a-half-point line. Okay. That's going to be a fun ball game. Yeah, That's great a great game. Sunday night game yeah, right you got there. two good teams with, again, high goals, and, you know, they're both in the top ten, and Florida State's quarterback and LSU's quarterbacks are both dynamic, and they're both back. So, um, yeah, I think it's great. Top 25-wise, you know, outside of the SEC matchups, I'm trying to – I haven't really looked thoroughly at this list, but obviously you're going to get some complete mismatches. You know, Big Ten teams, there's a couple of uh, games where they're playing in conference out of the gate. Ohio State-Indiana is a uh, Saturday game. Let's see. Notre Dame's coming back with Tennessee State. USC's got Nevada. Um, Are there any good games outside of that SEC matchup? The two SEC matchups? USC, Nevada, over under 66. I like the over. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a that's a lay. Listen, that's like Alabama first half. I mean, if you're going to get to wagering, I think that's a good one. I think that's a good one to look at for sure. West Virginia's at Penn State. That's interesting. Um, yeah, there's just a lot of mismatches, man. Clemson's opening at Duke. That's a Labor Day game. Number nine, Tigers. Twelve and a half point favorite yeah. against Duke. Oakland has it at 13. That's kind of low, huh? Yeah. If if Clemson's going to be what I think they're going to be, are they? Are they? <laughs> um, let's see here. What else happened over the weekend? You high school. Let's go there, Wes. So you okay. talked about it already a little bit. Yeah. Um, standout games, I guess. Any performances that were um, standout game? First thing comes to mind: Lakeside, Hot Springs Lakeside. New head coach. They beat Lake Hamilton. Where did the crosstown rivalry and uh, Lake Hamilton has dominated that series as of late? And Lakeside won. In Lakeside won. Lake Hamilton lost a lot off last year, right? A lot. And a where lot. did Jared McBride go? He just stepped away. Yeah. So he's not coaching. No, anymore. he's not coaching. Okay. Um, how about, uh, i got to say, I'll, I'll tip my cap to Walker White. I've seen him play twice now. And, um, you know, obviously Auburn knows they've got a great athlete, but I think he's becoming a much more accurate passer. I was impressed with his play in both games. And, I mean, they turned out to be mismatches. And, I, again, I think Benton, not sure if they're going to be maybe as good as some people anticipated. They're struggling on offense. We saw it in the, in the you know, the, the charity game, the benefit game. And then we saw it, you know, and, again, I mean, you know, Brian's it's obviously Brian. really good defensively, but a score a touchdown is all and so I mean we'll see but um well the story was Braylon Russell didn't play the second half yeah well is he hurt yeah he, he rolled his ankle okay. uh had a big run and uh Bryant kind of um, you know that it wasn't a horse collar officially but the guy came in from behind sure. because another guy slowed him up and he it just rolled him up rolled his ankle up and uh came hobbling off uh the sideline, and then they had a uh, long, you know, halftime for the Salt Bowl. I think it's a 30-minute halftime, and that ankle got all tight and swollen, and he couldn't go in the second half at all. And that was their that was the offense. He ran 21 times in the first half, 21 carries mm-hmm. for 80 something yards, almost four yards a carry. But he was their offense, and he had two catches, two receptions, um, and he's the real deal. I mean, there were times where uh, there wasn't much there, uh, hole wise. And he just put his head down and moved the pile four yards. It was it was impressive. He's to a watch. freaky dude, but I just yeah, we'll see if they're going to be, you know, a competitive team once the and I'm sure they'll get better as the season wears on. Obviously, hope he's healthy, but but once again, that was the best team they were playing in the state. True, Bryant. So, yeah. I'm, but I mean, I and it's seven to six at the half. I understand. I was I'm biased, I guess, because I watched them the week before too, and they just struggled well, to move the ball. Yeah, I wouldn't throw anything. I'd throw that scrimmage out. A lot of teams don't even prepare for a scrimmage; they're just out there playing. Well, it still counts. I mean, it still matters, right? You don't no. you don't think you get anything out of that? They were dominated. You don't think that matters? Okay, I don't. all right. I don't. Well, agree to disagree, Wes. But that's cool. Uh, anything else? There was a, an interesting game. Uh, uh, we had a six-four final. In a ball game over the weekend. I don't know if you saw that or not. <laughs> no, but I did. Speaking of safeties, Cabot went to Fayetteville and uh, had all kinds of issues with the snap. 
they had three snaps go over the punter's head for a safety. Who did? Cabot. Okay, Cabot got handled, huh? I, uh, that game was not very competitive. It was very but surprising. you can't overcome mistakes like that. No, that's, you can't. That's how you end up getting smoked. Yeah, uh, and I think it was safety. You kick off or punt off, whatever they did after the safety. First play, Fayetteville touchdown. Cabot gets the ball back. Another safety. Punt off, kick off, touchdown, Fayetteville. Next thing you know, it's, what would that be, 14, 18 to nothing, and you, you hadn't gotten anything going, you know? Um Cabot settled down after that and played a little bit better, and um, it was just uh, that was one of those that got out of hand very quickly. It was uh, Green County Tech over Paragold, 6 4, your final. <laughs> Pretty impressive. Good defense. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, Ethan says UNC in South Carolina is in Charlotte, so a neutral site game, too. Oh, okay. That'll be a good one. I, I, like, I like South Carolina. I'm glad they're getting points. That would be a one I would look at. The Duke's at. Mayo Classic at Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte. Thank okay. you, Ethan. Good pick up there. Nice. You like South Carolina? Yeah. I do. We'll see. I do. I think uh, North Carolina is uh, a little overrated because of May. And uh, what else do you know about them? they don't hold up to, and that was part of their issue last year down the stretch. Uh, they they physically just could were getting manhandled offensively and defensively, and you're going up against an SEC team in week one. I think in South Carolina, it thinks that they're going to have a good season. They're uh, off. I think they get off to a good start. I think South Carolina wins the game outright. Well, it wouldn't be shocking by any means. No. i have to look here and see what... Uh, uh, I'll look at their schedule from last year. 9-5 and five last year, and I don't know how much they've got back. Lost a one-point game to Oregon in their bowl game. Yeah, looking down the stretch, that's the the, the criticism was they um, at the get, end of the year they, they just, got beat by Clemson. They lost in double overtime to NC State. They lost to Georgia Tech by four. Some tough luck. They won a two point win, uh, got a two point win over Wake Forest, three point win over Virginia. They played a ton of close games. Three point win over Duke. Three point win over Miami. I mean, this team probably had more close games than anybody in the country last wow. year. Two point win over. Remember that? That was the the crazy game with App State yeah. early, sixty three, sixty one. App State scored forty points in the fourth quarter yeah. and lost that game. Yep. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, the North Carolina-South Carolina game, though, should be worth watching for sure. Uh, it's 10-23. We can take a break a little bit early here, and we will come back and uh, maybe take a look at uh, some game balls and jock stress from over the weekend. Jordan Wicks also making news. The Conway native who went to Kansas State making his debut with the Cubs, gave up a home run early on, and then shut him down. Uh, against Pittsburgh. Really impressive effort and got his first major league victory and his first major league appearance. And hopefully good things are ahead for him. We're going to reach out and try to get a hold of him this week. He retired 15 straight batters at one point. Nine strikeouts during that stretch. Rough start, like you said. Uh, home run, walk, double, something like that. And then he retired 15 straight guys to get to uh, get that win. It was, it was impressive. He was throwing some nasty stuff. And I apologize. We had a lot of baseball fans reach out wanting Fox to show that. That was the. Did you guys Fox have access game. to it? Yeah. Why didn't you get Eric? We are the official Dallas Cowboys station, and so we were obligated to show the preseason game. Yeah, we need to talk about that too. Trey Lance moving to Dallas. It was a surprise. I'll tell you that. Well, we got Jerry Jones on the other side. We'll get his thoughts on it. And see what you think about it as well. It's ten twenty-four. The Rock Touchdown Club lining up here. And in front of our uh, spot with the broadcast, and Laura Rutledge again will be on with us in about, uh, I don't know, maybe 50 minutes or so. So we're looking forward to talking to her. And um, no media availability from the Razorbacks over the weekend, but they will be back on the mic today. And uh, didn't get a chance to get anything out of there over the weekend, yes? We'll get the 2D here soon. Yeah. I'd be kind of curious to see that. Quaddy Chevrolet, month of August is starting to wind down three more days. So you know, A, they want to sell some cars at the end of the month. They got to sell some cars. They got some numbers to meet. They're going to give you a good deal. They were already giving you some great deals, like 1.9% financing on the Equinox. You got some big bonuses that they're handing out to uh, qualified buyers over, uh, see here, $2,500 off 
that Equinox right now. And if you're in the market for a truck, the Silverado is the thing to do right now. $6,000 off the high country. You get a uh, Silverado RST as much as $9,000 off right now. And remember, if you got an old cell phone laying around, stuck in a drawer somewhere, it's useless. What's worth $500 at Guatney Chevrolet? They'll give you $500 bonus on a down payment if you trade in a cell phone. Pretty cool deal right now. Go to the website, GuatneyChevrolet.com. You can take a look at all the inventory. You can see all the deals that I'm talking about. Then go to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville and see our friends at Guatney Chevrolet. Listen for birthday trivia in the zone brought to you by Elia's Mexican Grill. Headed to the hill, take exit 108 from either direction for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. Elia's in Moralton. This is Sports Center. Robert Perez Jr. had a three-run home run in the bottom of the ninth inning for the Arkansas Travelers yesterday, but it was too little too late in a 6-5 loss to the Wichita Wind Surge at Dickey Stevens Park. Wichita built a 5-0 lead thanks to a two-run home run from Aaron Sabato, a solo shot from Yoimer Fajardo, and an RBI triple from Tanner Scoble before RBI groundouts from Josh Morgan and Spencer Packard got the Travs on the board. Arkansas is off today, but they'll start a series in Tulsa tomorrow night. Moving to Major League Baseball, the Chicago Cubs took 3-4 from the Pittsburgh Pirates with a 10-1 win yesterday. One of those wins came from Conway native Jordan Wicks on Saturday. He retired 15 in a row at one point and finished with nine strikeouts. I'm Todd Pierce for the Buzz Radio Network. Bellin Sword and Conway has moved to a new larger location. Hi, this is Joseph Pena of the Arkansas basketball team. Bellin Sword is now located at 1011 Oak Street, a larger selection of everything for men. A Martin Dingman store within a store. More shoes and belts. More of your favorites. Peter Millar, Johnny O, Saks, Mizzen and Maine. And remember, a tailor on staff. Bell and Sword, 1011 Oak Street, Conway, on Facebook and Instagram. The Labor Day celebration continues at Motorsports Authority. Wild Bill, you don't have to work hard to get a great deal here. You're exactly right. There's no hard work in buying a car for much at Motorsports Authority, folks. We keep it transparent. We keep it simple. We keep you happy. Top dollars in your trades. Folks, it's a lot of fun to do business with us. We got the lowest prices within a 300-mile radius on any vehicle that we got on the lot. In Russellville on East Main and Hot Springs on Central or online at msastore.com. Get here to Motorsports Authority. What are you waiting for? Take your yard up to the next level with the Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Josh Dickinson is a former PGA Tour caddy, and his landscape designs are inspired by some of the most beautiful golf courses around the world. Call Josh at 501-794-2770 for all of your landscaping needs. Flower beds a mess? Josh's crew can give your home the curb appeal you've always wanted. The Caddy's Touch Landscaping also installs French drains, retaining walls, and they'll even take care of your irrigation maintenance needs. The Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Call today, 501-794-2770. This is a public service announcement for hard seltzer lovers. Neutral Vodka Seltzer has arrived. Made with simple ingredients like vodka, seltzer, and real juice. Neutral tastes good. Like, real good. So good that you'll never want to drink another artificial-tasting seltzer again. Neutral's light and refreshing taste will show you what a vodka seltzer can be. Try Neutral, the one with the umlaut. Copyright 2023 Neutral Distilled Spirit Specialty, Los Angeles, California. Enjoy responsibly. If you want sports and entertainment, then you've come to the right place. You're in the zone with Justin Inquiry and Wes Moore. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network. Clint Sterner is brought to you by Motorsports Authority. Sterner throws, With two great locations and hundreds of vehicles to choose from. Sterner, very confident. Throwing down the middle. This Clint Sterner is putting on a show. Check them out or visit online at msastore.com. Play fake, Sterner steps out of trouble. Wow. To a oh. wide open receiver. It's Cobb towards the end zone. Touchdown! 
All right, back here at the Little Rock Touchdown Club, Laura Rutledge will be joining us here in a little bit. All right now, Mr. Sterner, it is game week finally. Clint, how are you? And I'm doing well. Once again, by the way, I mean, touch you guys are at the Touchdown Club. I'm, I'm in, being mentioned in the same, same tweet and the same uh, comment as, as folks like Laura Rutledge, man. It's, it's good to be a part of, of, of the family with, uh, with the Buzz, man. Y'all always first class. No, you don't have to start sucking up yet. She won't be with us for another 40 minutes, but uh, I well, appreciate you know, that. I mean, she, she's just about, I mean, she's, I work with her at the SEC Network, man. She is, she yeah. is uh, about as solid as they come in that business, man. Yeah, she's very smooth. There's no doubt. I'm looking forward to visiting with her for sure. And obviously she's been off for maternity leave and heading back to work. I just saw her tweet out, heading back to work tomorrow. So this is going to be kind of her toe-in-the-water uh, back-to-work moment for her, and then she'll uh, be getting back after it, coming off maternity leave. Um and then uh, next week, Clint, we're going to mention you with a guy named Peyton Manning. So, I mean, you know, there'll be that. It's a pretty good company, too. Not bad at all. Not bad. Uh, those were, uh, we, we had some good years. I hate that I never got to beat, beat his Tennessee team, but uh, we had some good years, and, and he was he's obviously first ballot, first ballot Hall of Famer, one of, the best, one of the best to ever do it, man. That's good company, baby. Yeah, I'll ask him about his uh, that 97 game that we talked about with you last week. So, all right, let's get to it. So week of the game, and I know that over the weekend they did sort of game procedures and they went through sort of a mock lead-up to it and just kind of getting the guys that are new or the guys that have even been around refreshed maybe a little bit, but uh, getting everybody ready to roll. What what are you thinking about when you're a quarterback, especially a returner like K.J. is? Uh, what are the last-minute details you want in a game like this as you prepare for the opener? Well, I mean, look, when, when you look at, at KJ, man, it's, it's really, you know, for him, just making sure the guys around him are, are locked and loaded. We, we talked about this a little bit last week. You know, there's, um, there's some high hope. There's reason to be, um, high on this season with, with KJ coming back and Danny knows back in the fold. Um, you know, recruiting's rocking and rolling and they, they've got, They've got uh, a hell of a running back room. You know, there's a lot of good going on around KJ Jefferson, but right now, and you can say the same as you know, last year it was true last year, but even more so this year with him being the the old head in the room and in that locker number one, if you will. Um, just making sure the guys around him are, are dialed in and locked in. I mean, you know, a week like this week being the first week, being a lesser opponent, it's easy to it's easy to to uh, you know for for. You know, distractions to, to set in, and for you know guys that haven't played a whole lot to think it may be done a certain way, and they, they may be able to 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 be a distraction here or there, or be distracted here or there. And it's, if I'm KJ Jefferson, it's just a matter of keeping those guys dialed in. And as the week goes, and you get closer to game day, obviously it's it's more and more important. So outside of just quarterback, and I think for KJ, it's it's a, it's about you know he's got to be. He's got to be the, the, the old head in the room that gets these guys' minds in the right spot. Clint, I, uh, I'm, I'm a little worried. Not worried. I'm stressed. You okay? Well, when I'm looking at this game with Western Carolina, and I want to see the, the connection that K.J. has with his, all these new wide receivers. There's a ton of new wide receivers that he's going to be throwing to. Can you learn anything? That, that's where I was trying to get to. Can you learn anything from Western Carolina just on the timing, the, uh, the, the connection that they have uh, on an opponent like that? Is there something we need to be looking for? Well, I mean, look, I, I think there's I – mean, hell, yeah, there's an opportunity to, for, for those guys to go out there and – uh, create that chemistry. I mean, it's not it's not considered chemistry. It's not considered uh, a good connection. And, and those guys that that on paper um, look really good, and, and you've got a good mix. I mean, none of that. You know, it's all for none if they don't go out there uh, and week in week out put a good product on the field. And so, yeah, I mean, I look. I, I expect the, the the unknown is is particularly at that receiver position that that we that we as the media are going to really focus in on the offensive side of the football. I mean that that's an unknown right now, and and somebody, uh, multiple guys, that, to be honest with you, because there's so much new at the newness at the receiver and tight end position, multiple multiple guys are going to emerge as, as playmakers, and you don't want to wait until, you know, conference play in order to do that. So yeah, hell yeah, there's there's a ton that that we can learn about this team. Um, ultimately, there's guys that that are big, fast, and uh, look good on paper that that. You know, wouldn't wouldn't 
push a, a, a grape in a fruit fight. They're, those guys are going to fall by the wayside, and the real the real playmakers are going to are going to emerge. And and KJ Jefferson and Danny Nose will, will obviously adjust accordingly and get those guys more touches. And so yeah, these games these games are are huge out of the gate, man. Um, you know, obviously it's a hurdle to, to not overlook Western Kentucky. You want to take them as, as a normal opponent, go out there and do everything you can to win. But in reality, you ought to be able to go out there and, and use it as a game to learn about your team, um, good, bad, and indifferent. So, yeah, there's a lot to take in this game. Clint Sterner with us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. I want to move to the NFL. Over the weekend, I was very surprised when I looked at my Twitter feed and saw the Dallas Cowboys had traded for Trey Lance. The dynamic of a quarterback room, Clint, that's what I, I'm, I'm more worried about because you could tell Dak was upset about uh, Greer, Will Greer, losing his job. And, you know, they're, they're, they're friends, you know, and and now he's gone and they're bringing in a new guy. I understand it from the Cowboys' standpoint and, you know, creating depth and who knows, maybe you catch lightning in a bottle. and You're... You're able to, uh, sorry, you're able to uh, develop this guy and turn him into something. Who knows what happens? But how do you think this disrupts the quarterback room adding Trey Lance? Well, I mean, look, I, I don't think it disrupts uh, much of anything. If I'm if I'm being honest, I mean, I, now now Dak may longer term feel somewhat threatened by by bringing in a talent like Trey Lance, or at least what you know. I mean, what the tangibly what the guy's capable of doing. Uh, we still don't know if he can play quarterback at a high level. Hell, he, he had one good year at uh, North Dakota State, I think it was, and, and then sat out during COVID. So we really don't know who the hell Trey Lance is beyond the measurable um, in, in terms of playing the position at a high level. So, you know, I, I could see where, where, you know, Dak may, I, I don't know why he would, but I, I, I guess I, I could see where he may be a little bit threatened, a guy like Trey Lance coming in. Uh, but the whole Will, Will Greer friendship and, and, you know, Will Greer being out. I mean, you're you're talking about a a uh, you know a guy that's going to be a career backup at best, and Will Greer, and a guy that could potentially be the franchise quarterback for you moving forward. Um, and so, I, I think I think it was a, a I think it was a good move by the Cowboys. I, I don't know how it's going to end up, you know, unfolding, but but I, I think it's a good move to to, to uh, you know bolster their their quarterback room for damn sure. I, I don't I don't know Wes. I'm not real to me. Dak being concerned about Will Greer, it's like, man, you got bigger fish to fry at this point in time with the Cowboys. What do you like about Lance, Clint? Because obviously he's not showing a whole lot that <laughs> has got uh, people intrigued here, but you think he could be a guy that maybe could be the guy at some point? You believe in him? Uh, I mean, I, I believe in him enough to, to, to make a trade for him and, and, and put him in my quarterback room and see see who he is and what he is. I mean, tangibly, the guy can, can do it all as well. I mean, tangibly, he's better than Dak. I mean, like arm strength and 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 arm talent and, uh, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know exactly how they stack up athletically after Dak's injuries and everything, but, I mean, you, the, the, the guy's ceiling is higher than Dak, really higher than Dak ever has been. So it is definitely a roll of the dice on a guy that's just that's just more talented than, than a lot of quarterbacks you're going to get a shot at. So, I think it's just the roll of the dice to to again have a, an option at that quarterback room. And if you do capture lightning in the bottle, um, then then you've got something. It was a smart move. If not, then then uh, uh, you crapped out. So I, you know, I, look, I, I don't. I, I think if I when I look at Trey Lance, you know, I studied him a little bit last year when he was going to be the starter and he, he uh, played the Texans in the preseason. I mean, his his downfall or what's holding him back is mental mental approach to the game. It's not anything physical. So, you know, I don't know if him and Kyle Shanahan didn't hit it off. I don't know if the system is just was just uh, too complicated for him, but um, a change of scenery is always good, and when a guy's that talented, why not take a risk? Final Clint Stern on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. It's brought to you by Motorsports Authority. Clint, let me ask you back to college about some of the teams. There's obviously plenty of storylines as we enter the first official full week here of college football. You know, Georgia trying to Get it done again. You have Michigan ranked in the preseason at number two with Ohio State right behind and Alabama there, of course. Can they return to glory? Can Clemson get back to its national power status with Florida State in the mix? And those two are eight and nine in one poll, uh, actually in both polls. Now, you know, USC kind of looked like more of the same the other day, not dominant defensively, but they're going to put up a ton of points. 
Um, Texas trying to get back to relevance as a heavy favorite to win the Big 12 in their last year in the league. Notre Dame looked very dominant in its first outing. Obviously, don't know a lot about Navy. But, um, you know, they got to be pleased, I would think, certainly with what they did defensively. you got Utah with a big test against Florida that's trying to rebound and get back on track. So, I mean, what, what storylines are you looking at? What teams maybe you feel like are uh, too much is expected of them? Or maybe they're getting a little too much love here early. Well, well I, I think, you know, you there's several of them getting too much love early. I think LSU's ranked higher than, than, than what, what I believe the LSU team that I saw um, play last year in Fayetteville, although they did win, that, that's a far cry from a top five football team um, in America. I, I think Michigan is is ranked too high at number two. Uh, I, I think I think one of the bigger storylines in in college football right now is the fact that we've got we've got Clemson, Ohio State, Georgia, and Alabama with, with that, really without a quarterback. Now I know they obviously have a quarterback, but we don't know anything about them. The Cade Klubnick kid at, at Clemson. Is the one that we've seen probably the most, and, and maybe maybe is getting uh, a little bit of run here or there. The people are pretty high on him, but you got those four big powerhouses in college football right there that don't we don't know anything about their quarterback, and so I think those guys breaking in new quarterbacks and and uh, those guys emerging are, are a huge storyline. I think as we look at it right here in the SEC, Bobby Petrino. I know people don't want to hear it again. It pains me to say it, but I think Bobby Petrino at A and M. Is a huge storyline with them with them severely underachieving over the last couple of years. We know they've recruited; they've got unbelievable talent. You know, Jimbo Fisher has held that team back offensively, um, and, and I think you you put Bobby Petrino in there. Boy, I think talking about catching lightning in a bottle. That is a, that is a program that has all of the makings of potentially, you know, shocking shocking the SEC and and and, and maybe winning the West. Um, I, I think they could really be that good. Uh, with Bob Petrino in the fold. So uh, at college football, man, there's so many storylines right now. Sam Hartman at Notre Dame, I'm telling you, I loved it when he transferred there. A lot like that, that to me, Sam Hartman is a lot like a KJ Jefferson, six-year guy, been around forever, brings a level of maturity and, and, and to a program that we just don't see very often. And when you, when you add Notre Dame in the mix, obviously that's going to be a huge story. Um, he came out balling. Um, look, I, I said it before. I think KJ Jefferson and Danny, um, you know, I think that's a huge story. As we all like to talk about quarterbacks and offenses, I think KJ Jefferson and Danny knows are, are a are a, a a fascinating watch to see how that thing kind of comes together or falls apart the first month of the season. Yeah, I was going to ask you about Harbin too. Uh, by the way, nineteen of twenty-three, four touchdowns. Hmm. 51. So I you, guess I saw one of his four so you completions. Met, you mentioned that he missed a couple throws. It's like, not many. Yeah. Uh, anyway, you had a question about something else. Well, back to A&M. You were talking about quarterbacks and unknown quarterbacks. Are you sold on Wegman at A&M? Or is he even the guy? Well, I, I like their quarterback room, um, I, but I, I do like Wegman. I, I think I think when you, um, you look at what he did last year, I mean, it was a, it was a very dysfunctional system. Um, you know, I, I, I think I question a lot of, of like the culture at ABM is what I question. He went in there as a youngster and played really, really well. Uh, I like what I saw from him, Wes. I'm not, I'm not here to tell you he's going to compete for a, a national title, but, but I feel like he can go in there and under, uh, under Bob Petrino's tutelage, I, I think he can play that position at a high level with all that talent that's around him. They've got weapons, man. It's not going to be hard. It's just a, can he be a guy that doesn't doesn't take too much risk with the football? That just distributes it accurately. I believe he can do those things. Athletically, he's more athletic than, than he looks because he's a bigger kid. Um, he, he's he's athletic and can and can do some things with his feet as as well. And and then you know I mean they've got the kid that transferred from LSU um, last year, the lefty Johnson. Um, you know he's he's in that quarterback room, and so I, I just think they've got a healthy quarterback room. And either way they go at that position, I think they've got a guy that can distribute. And when you got playmakers like they have, and Bobby Petrino pulling the trigger, I think you got a damn good chance. And again, you, you stop for kid. You look at it. I'm not sold that LSU's as good as they are. A&M's had their number in the past anyway, and beating them in Baton Rouge when when they had no business beating them in Baton Rouge. Um, you know, you look at Alabama. We don't know who the hell their quarterback's going to be. Somehow A&M. Um, beat him a couple years back, and damn near beat him last year with all that dysfunction that was going on. I, I just think A and M's got the makings of of again capturing that lightning in a bottle, and and they got the, they got the dudes that can play. It's just a matter of whether they got the coaches that can 
that can pull it all together. Interesting. All right. Well, that is a bold prediction, Clint Sterner. I appreciate the time, my friend. We'll catch up on Friday. Get set for the Razorback game over at War Memorial. Appreciate the time, my friend. Enjoy your week. All right, boys. Always good. And go home. All right. See you, Clint. Thanks to Motorsports Authority for Clint Sterner on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Let's take a timeout. 1045. Great crowd on hand here for Laura Rutledge speaking to the Little Rock Touchdown Club. It's week two. Next week, Peyton Manning, and uh, we will not be here at the Double Street. Where are you going? I mean, where Peyton Manning's going to be. The ballroom? Yeah, he'll be in the uh, Wally Allen, right? Yeah. Is that the plan? I do know this. I know where I'm going to be Saturday. I'm going to be in Stillwater. But if you're going to be around here and you want to go to the ball game, we found out the other day there are plenty of good seats available. What? I forgot you're going to be in Stillwater this weekend. Yes. It's going to be fun. I can't wait. Very excited about it. Uh, If you want to call the Hogs, though, War Memorial... Their season opens at 3 o'clock on Saturday. Tailgating. By the way, we've got the Oakland Sports Tailgate as well. Great family fun. And tickets are on sale at ArkansasRazorbacks.com. Or you can call 1-800-982-HOGS. 1-800-982-HOGS. And coming back to Little Rock. This season, next season, and the next season. The 72nd year of Razorback football. Get your tickets now. 1-800-982-HOGS. Or, again, online, ArkansasRazorbacks.com. For more than 70 years, you've been getting it done at War Memorial Stadium, too. So hopefully the Hogs can get off to a great start as 75. well. 75. This is the anniversary, right? 72nd season of Razorback football inside War Memorial, it says. Mm-hmm. 75th anniversary of the stadium, yes. Gotcha. Yeah. Yep. There you go. Saw a very cool video over the weekend mm-hmm. celebrating the history of War Memorial Stadium. It's on social media. It was very well done. We'll maybe do a few game balls and jock straps on the other side. We definitely have some text line offerings from the Southern Structural Solutions text line. Also, if you want to hit us up on Asher Record Live and Feedback, you can't throw our listen line button. 1047, you're in the zone. Come on, you won't have to back it Sports fans and trivia fans, listen up. Brewskies is bringing sports trivia to Thursday nights. Every Thursday at 7 p.m., come play sports trivia at the best sports bar in town. 22-ounce draft beer specials and $2 Plinko shots keep you from being thirsty, with plenty of pub grub options to keep you from being hungry, too. Arrive early and take advantage of the happy hour specials and stick around after trivia for the Thursday night karaoke party. So come check out all the new sports trivia every Thursday at 7 p.m. at Brewskies, your home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. From sales, service, parts, and rental equipment, River Valley Tractor does it all and does it right. Your leading Kubota dealer is right around the corner with five locations throughout Central Arkansas. River Valley Tractor, serving Central Arkansas in Bryant, Sherwood, Conway, Russellville, and Pine Bluff. Work smarter this year, not harder, with River Valley Tractor. Online at rivervalleytractor.com. River Valley Tractor, closer than you think. R.J. Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank. And Chris, I know interest rates are high right now. That's what everybody's talking about. But if you're thinking about a project, whether it be a commercial project or you want to build a house, now's the time to come talk to you about what those future plans may look like. You know, R.J., no matter what the business environment may be, we're always there to sit down with our customers and talk about their future plans and what's going on with their businesses. And that's one thing about Southern Bank is they're a community bank. They want to be your partner. Partnering with our customers is a key to how we do business. And Chris, you know, we talk about those interest rates being high, but the one good news out of that is deposit rates. We have some great CD and checking account rates. Just give us a call and see what one of our personal bankers can do for you. If you want more information about interest rates or those deposit rates that we just talked about, call Chris and his team today at 501-424-0900 or go online at bankwithsouthern.com. Southern Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Justin Anchor reminding you that if you want the job done right, then don't stress. Just go with the best. CertaPro Painters is your go-to painting company. You can get your free estimate scheduled at CertaPro.com. That's Certa with a C. Each CertaPro Painters business is independently owned and operated. People who are going to be responsible and people who are going to be accountable to you and your family to make sure your project gets done right. So if you've been thinking about sprucing up your home or business for the fall season that is almost upon us, you need to get CertaPro on the case. Use the company that I've used many times over over the years. It is CertaPro Painters. You'll be happy you did. Without a plan, the future is just what happens to you. In some ways, you can't have a future without a plan. 
because all you really have is what you're doing now and a hope that it all works out. Don't gamble your financial future on hope. Tune in to the Get Ready for the Future show for straight talk about retirement, investments, and your money. Saturdays at 10 a.m., now exclusively on 103.7 The Buzz. Genma Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. If you're looking for sports and entertainment, then look no further. You're in the zone with Justin Acri and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. The zone at the Little Rock Touchdown Club. Brought to you by Arkansas Urology. Treating all conditions of prostate, including enlarged prostate, prostate cancer, and prostate infection. All men are at risk for prostate problems. Be aware of the risks and educate yourself about treatment. Learn more at ArkansasUrology.com. All right, Oaklawn, the place to be if you want to wager on some of these games this week. Still waiting on an Arkansas line. It'll come out later in the week since Arkansas is playing an FCS opponent, and you'll see that with all those kinds of matchups. But there are plenty of games already on the board. We were talking about A-State going to Oklahoma. It's a 35-point line. i got to double-check uh, currently at Oaklawn, but that was the last check. They do have some great music coming up, too. you only got about a dozen days left before the nitty-gritty dirt band. Uh, descends on Oaklawn. That's September 10th. Marcus King later in October and November. Buddy Guy and Blues Traveler, November 17th. All the tickets are on sale at oaklawn.com. And again, the sports books open. If you don't have your Oaklawn sports account set up, now's the time. The Mainline Sports Bar, also a great spot to go buy for lunch. They have got uh, great specials through the week. And they've got 90 large screen TVs, so they will be jam-packed, I'm sure, with uh, game watching coming up here soon. And you've got games coming up on Thursday, too. Don't forget about those, including UAPB playing over at Tulsa. So great week to be at Oaklawn. It's always a good week to be over there. We just had our last pool party over the weekend. But, man, fall is upon us. It's going to be the spot. Obviously, all the table games, restaurants, fun, and the Astral Spa. It's a great way to spend some of your winnings. You can book everything at oaklawn.com, including your room. Arkansas State. Oklahoma line, 35 and a half. At Oakland? At Oakland. All right. You got Florida, Utah Thursday night. Okay, that's Thursday. I didn't realize. Yeah, that's seven-point spread, Utah favored. And uh, Todd's Cornhuskers also playing Thursday night. Nebraska, Minnesota. That'll be a fun game. Minnesota favored by seven and a half. Another Big Ten matchup. Got a couple of those out of the gate. So. And Kent State, a uh, future Razorback opponent, will be playing Central Florida. Gus in Central Florida. That's week two, right? Coach Malzahn. Yeah, 37-point spread, mm. Central Florida favored by. So you can check out Kent State Thursday night. Some good games. Uh, this comes in on the Southern Structural Solutions text line. Stone Cold Clint Sterner says big time in North Little Rock. Give me a hell yeah. Okay. Army Rob says um, Michigan has the best backfield in the country, maybe the best offensive line. Okay. Who, I don't know who's talking to them. That was me. Okay. I like Michigan, uh, and I hate to say it. Uh, I hope Pigskin's not listening, but I think they have a – Clint thought they were overrated. I do not think they're overrated. When you have potentially the best offensive line, they have seven guys that will either be drafted or sign free agent contracts on their offensive line this year. That's depth. Mm-hmm. They brought in some starters from the portal and some starters from last year will now be backups, and then we all know about their running back room. It's very good. I, I, look, if you, you you can run it and have a big offensive line, you're going to be good. I would think typically, yes. This on the Asher Record Live fan feedback from Justin Wilson. Now the old uh, Cajun chef. Justin and Wes, make sure you keep neighbors away from Laura today. I will make it a point to do that. I think John will be just fine. He's a grown-up. Is he coming up here? Uh, John Neighbors, I hope so. He set up the video for us last year. I really appreciate him. So hopefully we'll get that again. I'm sure a lot of people would like to see Laura Rutledge. You think? I'm guessing. Uh, Rich says, Jordan Wicks, what a performance. Another Central Arkansas product that Dave Van Horn let go. His constant disapproval of Arkansas talent fathoms me. Hmm, I don't think that's a proper phrase. The ones that do sign majority transfer out after freshman year because they won't play. Good thing he didn't go to Arkansas, though. His draft stock probably would have gone down tremendously. I don't know what. Bitter. Bitter. Just be happy. Guy uh, got a great opportunity, oh, took yeah, advantage yeah. of that opportunity, played well, and um, I look at him having success. I don't remember the recruitment of him and if Arkansas was on him or not. He went to Kansas State, which isn't exactly a baseball powerhouse, so right. I don't know. I don't know if he was as heavily recruited, maybe. Developed. Certainly did. Yeah. Yeah. 
But I'm happy. He was good, very good high school pitcher. I remember him from high school. Okay, I think they, I think they won a state championship with him. Anyway, say it. No, I'm not going to say it. At Conway? Yeah. Say it. You don't want to? No. All right, next hour we've got um, Laura Rutledge. We have Red White Report, and we'll do game balls and jock straps, I guess, next hour. This guy says Jordan Wicks did not want to go to Arkansas for college. Oh! So, what's your beef? I mean, you know, some kids don't want to go to school at Arkansas. Well, that's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, they want to get out of state. They want to try something else. They, You know, they, they want to get away from Fayetteville. We're going to talk. I get it. I understand. We're going to talk to... Uh, Jordan Wicks this week. All my buddies went we'll to see. one particular school there in Texas. I didn't want to go there. I didn't, I wanted to get away and do something different. So yeah, turned out okay. That turned out okay for Jordan Wicks too. Um, Victor Hovland, eighteen million dollars. Congratulations, winning the tour championship. I guess I could save a game ball for him. But uh, Xander Shoffley had to settle for second. Shot sixty-two and finished five strokes back. Tough day. Wyndham Clark, Rory McIlroy, Cantlay, rounding it out. And all those guys made a ton of money. Uh, the payouts were $18 million, $6.5 million, $5 million, $4 million, $3 million, Sam Burns uh, shot 10 under and made $1.237 million. Matt Fitzpatrick is the only, he's the next on the list. He and Max Homa uh, finished just shy of a million bucks. I mean, there is so much freaking money in the, uh, in the PGA Tour and the Tour Championships. Insane. Yeah. Thank you, uh, Live Tour. Um, Victor Hovland put on a show. I watched him Saturday and Sunday. The dude was just, uh, it was a clinic. It was a ball-striking clinic. And then he made everything he looked at. I mean, it's one thing to be hitting fairways and knocking it tight. But he, he had these 12-footers. Anytime he messed up, a couple times for par, made them both. And a little fist pump. That guy, it, it, was, it was. It was fun to watch a guy play that well. Victor's from Norway. He played at Oklahoma State. Does he live in the United States? Because he does not have any Ryder Cup points. Can we not claim him? No. I mean, that sucks. Oslo loves him. Yeah, but I mean, doesn't he Doesn't he have like dual citizenship? We need to work on that. We could really use him on the Ryder Cup team. Ryder Cup's all set as far as the uh, automatic points. So now it's up to the... It's uh, Zach Johnson, right? We'll see what yep. Zach Johnson comes up with. So who he's going to take? It will. It's uh, here's the here's the folks who are already in: Scotty Scheffler, Wyndham Clark, Harmon's third, Cantlay, Homa, Shoffley. So next on the list is Kepka, Spieth, Cameron Young, Colin Morikawa, Keegan Bradley, Sam Burns, Fowler, Justin, uh, Denny McCarthy, whoever that is. I've never even heard of him. <laughs> um, Justin Thomas and Glover. Glover played well again. I don't know how you don't put Glover on. Um, he's got some international. Keegan Bradley played well. Yeah, Keegan's weekend. played well. Colin Morikawa was up there. Well, Brooks is a no-brainer. Jordan's probably a no-brainer, even though I don't like him. I would probably put him on the team. Morikawa played great. Probably stick him on there. And how many? You get six picks, right? Keegan Bradley had two wins this year and, and ten top tens. Okay. Uh, fine, talk me into it. It was his best year. I don't know how you leave Glover off, honestly. I think you got to have him on, too. Anyway, next hour we've got none other than Laura Rutledge. We have the Red-White Report. And a whole lot of fun. Stay tuned. We'll be back in the zone after this. Adios. Quality Outdoor Products in Alexander is your metal roofing superstore. 40-year warranty colors are available at only $289 a foot. 20-year colors are $259 and Gavaloom runs $249 a foot. A variety of seconds and overruns are currently available at $1.95 a foot. Come buy Quality Outdoor Products in Alexander right next to the I-30 Speedway.